You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by John and Chris. All right, guys? Hello. Evening. Evening. All right, there's not many podcasts left, so I've been looking forward to this one. Maybe three or four left, so I'm treasuring each one. <laughs> I can't remember. left. a couple of weeks left in the league season, the Scottish Cup, and that's us. Yep, yep. So, aye, that's the positivity out of the way, because we'll start with the <laughs> usual negativity in the, the charity bit. It was burst, and in some way... It was a good thing that it was burst because only for you. It meant, <laughs> I, only for selfish me. I, we had St. Johnson and Queen of the South, and St. Johnson burst it before even the, the late kickoff started, so I could fully support Rangers. Their quest to, to fully support them. Fully support them, 100%. Yep. I, and then the first scorer didn't happen. I hear Longworth was on the bench. He was, uh, he, he came on when it was one, already one each, so he didn't really, can't really blame him for this one. No. But uh, unfortunately, oh. we won't be able to bet on him anymore because that's uh, still not out. Yeah, aye, and it's uh, the playoff finals on Wednesday and Saturday, and then the, I think, well, there's also a game on Sunday, uh, as well as obviously the Rangers, Queen of South, second like Sunday, so what we're thinking for the, the first scorer? pick this week? Uh, that's a good question. Um, Does it need to be, from the playoffs obviously, it need to be uh... Well, we've got Forfar, we've got Aloha, we've got Rangers Queen of the South, Montrose against Brora Rangers, Stennis Muir against Queen's Park. It's kind of hard to pack, isn't it? <laughs> that is. Right, the Saturday game, Stennis Muir, Queen's Park, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. yep. And then the Sunday is our four for. Yep. I think, I'm guessing that's that's on um, BBC Alba. What about yep. what about Liam Buchanan for Aloha? Aye, good shout. That's a very yep. good shout. Yeah, but I think we've had him before. We've picked him. I don't think he's managed to score for us. But yeah, that's it's a either, good shout. It's either Hammerhausen or not. Four for. Um, but aye, I think I'll, I'll at home that like the, the Saturday, or oh, sorry, the Sunday game. The Sunday, aye. Yep. So aye, I'll go with that. So he could be a decent shout, I think. Aye, that's half five on a Sunday. That's like going back, what, 10, 15 years when we used to get uh, Sunday evening football on the <laughs> telly. That was on Council TV. Was it Council? I can't aye, remember. I used to get games on Sunday on the BBC. Yep. Oh no, I'm talking about before that, John, when it used to get, was it a, the back of six? Kick off. Aye, uh, back in the sky. Kick off this on a Sunday. Yeah. Was that no when the the shame game happened? One where Rangers won the league at Celtic Park. Was that no like a six o'clock mm. kick off or something? And that's why we don't get six o'clock kickoffs anymore. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, it was a rubbish time anyway. Uh, it no, wasn't. Nice, it wasn't a good time to watch football. It's Sunday evening. Nah. Uh, it's, it's not the time. To do it. Four o'clock kick off. That's fine. But no, not that. I, 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 I quite like the Friday night. I, I, I'm, I'm still a traditional Saturday three o'clock guy, but if I have to, if it has to be moved, I quite like the Friday night. You're just start supporting a different team then, Chris. If you like uh, three o'clock Saturday games. I know that's the thing. But uh, we, well, we've had two Friday nights kickoffs in a, a in the last five games, so I'm not going to complain too much about that. Even like, I'm not. I wasn't a huge fan of a Sunday game at all, but uh, have to. Wasn't it a bad kick kickoff time this weekend? So, aye, well, you were lucky that you you managed to kick off. Uh, Sky were going to delay it somewhat. I was going to You know what? Uh, it just meant less time listening to David Tanner, which I cannot be a bad thing. Aye, and Andy Walker. No, Andy. Andy Walker actually spoke about us yesterday for a change. Ah, that's because you've been listening to this podcast. All he did is regurgitate what we've been saying for weeks. <laughs> but still... Although he went off topic a bit and started suggesting that Adam Rooney wouldn't score like 30 goals next season or something like that. Where do you get that from? Well, I did notice when he was mentioning all the best players of the season, it was all Celtic players. They never even gave Rooney a mention. Ah, he had to be so... prompted about Rooney. Well, how about we, we take a note of Liam Buchanan as first scorer on Sunday? 
Aloha against Forfar, and then we'll, we might as well move on to the, the Aberdeen Celtic game. Aye. Andy Walker was getting a, getting it tight from uh, quite a few. Uh, Langfield is one. That he, I, th- I think Langfield called him a bell. Just a bell, yeah. Just a bell. Just a bell. But yeah. the, the, the bell did come at the end of his tweet, so... <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, I'm not sure what that could possibly mean. But then you don't start a tweet like that by hey, "it'll be worth the fine." That's just asking to be fined. Ah, isn't it's it? a bit, it's a bit daft to be fair. Yep, because yeah. he, he could have argued that he had quite simply called him a bell, and that would have been that would have been a fair argument. I would have thought, but then now he said he'll accept the fine, so it's pretty clear that he's trying to make a derogatory comment. For something that he didn't even say, he didn't say anything that was that bad. I didn't think anyway. Did he not say something like the uh, they've not had a consistent, not had a consistent keeper? He said no? that Scott, Scott Oberon and Jamie Landfield are both number two keepers, and uh, Aberdeen should be trying to sign a number one keeper in the summer. Which I probably is fair enough. Most fans would say and all that, and I, it's, I think it's even fair enough for Andy Walker to say. But I, it's not the right thing for Landfield to apply on social media. It's almost got, surely it'll probably be guaranteed a fine. Uh, the, the problem I had with that, though, is the timing of it. Why was he saying that after uh, Scott Brown had such a good game? <laughs> he said it before, I think. Was it before? I thought he said it afterwards. When after, we were talking about the, think. The, the, what we needed to do next season. Oh, maybe it was. Because so, I know at the end of the game, I, I, I think I switched off pretty quickly. <laughs> he turned it off and discussed. <laughs> I, I didn't want, want to see like them celebrating. But then I think I've seen it often enough this season, I suppose. But why? Oh, but I think I put it back on because it was half time in the Chelsea Liverpool. Oh, Chelsea Liverpool game. Yeah. Um, so then I switched back, and then I seen them celebrating and all that. I was like, oh well. But yeah, you may mention it. Then it was uh, twenty-two minutes past six yesterday. Uh, so twenty-two minutes past six. Aye. Um, yeah, he's just. Uh, he's probably just saying. But Walker just said what a lot of Aberdeen fans think anyway. No one thinks that Linefield or Brown's a number one keeper. Much as I Brown did have a good game yesterday, but he's, there's no doubt in that probably about two of them are good short stoppers. But again, Celtic yesterday killed in uh, Scott Brown. Even when we tried to put Shea Logan in to try and stop Griffiths, get him, they were still crowding him, so it didn't really work out. Um, but yeah, no, he had a good game yesterday. Aye, well, well, I'm in a good mood tonight, so I'm, I'm willing to give somebody credit. Uh, in fact, I've got two things I'm going to give him credit for because Scott Brown, <laughs> I slate him quite often. I, I don't like him, but well, what, what a like tackle. Uh, what this is the problem tonight. This is pretty much the Scott Brown show, given the, the, the two guys <laughs> who were in the park and the Sunday that yes. they, they played really well were Scott Brown and Scott Brown. You ever need to say then, Bruni? You need to call him Bruni. Uh, we'll say Scott Brown, the keeper, and Bruni. Bruni, <laughs> okay. right. Well, Fair Bruni's enough. tackle which was, was inch perfect, yep. uh, well-weighted, and, and then that run, uh, I, I do think he, he over-hit the, the initial pass. It was like, a, a, I don't know, a toe poke. He does that It was controlled. Uh, I, I've seen that with him. He does like to fizz the ball. But I, I thought it was brilliant to make that tackle, to, to start the move, to run that distance, and to then get position himself to, to pretty much get a tap in. I thought oh. it was really good. Because Barry, Barry Robson played for a foul. If he never played for a foul and just put his foot through it, aye. then... <laughs> my God, but I The commentary but... went over the top. It was a good goal, aye, but they try to say Scott Brown's this all-great ball-to-box-to-box midfielder. He's not yeah, a big goal I had to laugh at that, though. I mean, they were saying... Like, at one point, David Turner came and said, is that the definition of a box-to-box player? What, the fact that runs from one box to the other? Yes. <laughs> See, the thing is, Brown, uh, in his early career... That, that's what he was known for. Uh, at he Hibs, front. Doing for things Hibs. like that. I've, but, I've read some lately. Uh, match reports on occasionally. Hibs, uh, yeah, thank you. Right up front. Yeah. Because they had Thompson. Thompson was the defensive midfielder. Yeah. And yep. Scott Brown had more license to get forward, but he settled in his defensive. Well, to say, to say defensive is is probably doing him a disservice. To he used to play defensive line. He, he gets he, forward after like, a bit for Celtic. Aye, he's allowed to do it because he gets Beto on his side beside him these days. Yes. That makes a difference. That seems to have freed uh, Brown up because Brown is getting in a position to shoot more often. Okay. He never used to. He used to, he used to hang back quite a bit, but it's, it seems to be working quite well for him. So. Aye, apparently Sky measured that he ran 99 yards for that goal. <laughs> Somebody in the 
was it Andy Walker or no, but it's with Michael Stewart and the BBC yeah. later that night was saying they should have slid in, made a hundred. <laughs> he probably earned One that thing. pie. He probably earned that pie then. Aye, <laughs> I was hearing that his banter was pretty good. That was the second thing. Good thing I was going to say about him was that uh, there was some Aberdeen fans were were congratulating him for scoring such a good goal and threw a pie, which he, he says in the paper that he tried to pick up but it fell out of his hand. But it was a good thing because Dyla wouldn't have been happy. And then somebody had offered him a tip. You know, when you go for a meal and it's really good and you offer a tip, I think an Aberdeen fan offered him a tip. It was only 50p, but it's better than nothing. And uh, he talked about how he could have taken that and bought a pie in Fife. Oh, why not? See, this, is a, this is a big question. I've been to Fife a few times. Where's he buying pies for 50p? That's, that's pretty good. It's pretty good fun. Probably, probably gets a special discount. <laughs> the Five Finger discount, maybe. Aye, that's the type of guy he is. Allegedly. I am not saying Scott Brown steals pies in Fife. <laughs> I, I don't know how you'd manage to steal it because you'd be right think, behind think, the counter. Uh, that, that could have been a, a good podcast title. See, I think I think the, the podcast tonight should become the Scott Brown Show. But that's me. But I definitely wouldn't be invited back to Ibrox if that's the case. Uh, it was good. It was about the only thing that Stuart Armstrong did in the match. Aye, I was I was going to say that he, his involvement and in that was brilliant. He did beat two guys, and that was pretty much his only involvement. Other than that, he was disappointing. I thought, but he wasn't the only one. I thought. I don't think Johansson had an especially good game when it came to shooting. He did all right with, with his passing and stuff, and um, but he, he, his shooting seemed to be straight at the keeper. Uh, Chris Commons was anonymous. I think um, for all I've said, Scott Brown, the keeper, has had a good game. I do think we hit too many shots at him, which was still more accurate than Aberdeen managed. Like I'd seen the stats after the game, it was like 22 shots on target, or 22 shots and only five are on target. Yeah, I don't even remember. Craig, I don't even really remember Craig Gordon making any saves as well. well that's I, was trying, there. I was trying to think. I was thinking five shots in target. I was going, mm, no. But there you go. I, I, I generally can't think of any that were on target, which is weird. But no, that was. It. I mean, no. it was. It was pretty clear who the, the busier keeper was. Which is odd, given that like, it did feel Aberdeen had most of the game, and like it, it, it's, it was almost a carbon copy of the. The game at Celtic Park a couple of months ago, and we we had this conversation on Twitter. It was it was going to come down to Aberdeen had to score, had to take their chance, and never yep. did. Just like De- it did a couple of months ago. Typical deja vu. Celtic with an iron and just soaked up the pressure. All Aye, game yeah. long, all game long. They they weren't really troubled. Hayes at times, but I would have preferred Hayes just playing out wide because I feel that's where we get joy against Celtic. Yeah, because McGinn certainly against Fisher had a bit of joy. It Aye. was. Because um, Hayes for the first half of the world, Celtic Park is brilliant, and then obviously they injured. Yeah. There, there's no okay. Yeah, I mean, do not, there's no point really trying to compete against the Iron Man Dyke. Try and get them dragged into positions they don't want to be. Well, Russell Anderson was making that same point. I don't think it was insignificant. Russell Anderson was picking out uh, Van Dyke for his player of the year as well. He made, made it pretty clear that's where the, he, he said the, the difference was with Celtic. Probably as well the fact he's a defender. It's not. It's not really difference with Celtic. If you look to Aberdeen. I mean, the terms are saying we had 22 chances. Look at it. A lot of that was kind of poor deliveries. There was well, a couple of corners that were all right. And then, obviously, there was the one that Hayes put in and Shanklin should have scored yeah. it never. There was one in the first half as well, but we, I thought Craig Gordon was just coming out to collect it and then the Aberdeen guy got in front of him, but we couldn't direct it towards goal and ended up putting the ball wide. And that was something in the first half. I'm trying to remember who it was. Um... No, I can't remember. A, I can't remember either. There was that one and uh, the, the Robson shot before it in the first half, which looked like it was uh, he fairly hit it and it was, it was just wide. We just weren't good enough in the final third, and that's that's really what it's come down to in most yeah. of the games against Celtic, that we get into these great positions because I wouldn't say we dominated the game as such, but we were certainly the team that were on the, the front foot. And Celt- but Celtic, by all means, they came and played a slightly different game to what they have to normally and sat back. Uh, it showed maybe that it can play a bit differently. So fair fair play to, uh, to that. That maybe shows and maybe a sign for that year in Europe that, that uh, Celtic might play a bit like that. That was exactly my thinking. That what, that game was probably the last chance that Celtic have got to practice kind of playing like that because I don't think St. Johnson or Inverness will uh, they'll play the containing game. Whereas Aberdeen will actually come and have a go at us. 
especially in a game where they, they were determined to try and get something over us this season. Um, so I thought maybe Dylan's went into this game with that and thought, with that in mind, he's practicing for when he needs to play the qualifiers in a couple of months' time. And fair play, we, 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 the league was already clinched to me as well, try things, and it's obviously worked out. So it was a decent enough game, I thought. It was, aye. It was, uh, I mean, it was for for a for a, a dead rubber. It was a it was a really entertaining game because yeah. neither Celtic and Aberdeen had anything to play for apart from putting down a marker for next season. Aye, that was about it, really. Um, but that that's something that Aberdeen need to work on that season. Be a bit more clinical in the final third. We yeah. impro- we have improved. We have improved this season on previous seasons in terms of scoring goals, but. You know, really said before, rely on really a bit too much this season, and there is other players who are capable of scoring goals. Um, even at times, I would like to see McGinn come a bit more central at times and vary up because yesterday we were playing McLean out right, highs through the middle, McGinn out left, um, and McGinn was getting a fair bit of joy. But it frustrates me the fact that obviously most of the time he's going to have to try and he's going to have to cut back to get a good cross in, and when you do that, the strikers have already made a run. And are having to then check your run, so you're not really attacking the ball. You're having to kind of stop and then go again. Um, yeah. In terms of that, but yeah, that's something we need to work on. Maybe another striker, I can have maybe a striker with a bit of pace as well as an alternative to to Rudy, because Goodwill. I don't know. I know it's Goodwill signed a new deal, but since Goodwill signed a new deal, he's not really been at the races. So well, whether I, I think what we have, we've seen a couple of the other options you've got without having to sign anybody. You obviously you've got Shankland coming through for the, the under twenties and they're the the under twenty champions this season. It's not the under twenties; it's the development league or something they call it. But it's under twenties effectively. The reserves, yeah. you might call it that. Anyway, Aberdeen, Aberdeen won that uh, week a couple of weeks ago. Now, I think it was. And um, yeah, McManus, McManus as well. One. Yeah, McManus. He's been alone at Morton all season. He'll come back yeah. in Aberdeen. Whether he'll stay I, at Aberdeen, we don't know. Aye, the stock is going to aye. Fleet Fleetwood. A bit linked with him. Oh, he's not going so to south. Think he might. No, he might. I think. I think. I don't know. It's hard to say, but anytime he's could have had a chance at Aberdeen, he's maybe had to play out wide instead of through the middle, and it's going to be quite hard for him to break in. But. I That's the problem. I if think, you're going to play think... one up front with Adam Rooney, then it's very hard to move Adam Rooney because obviously he's a top scorer by a mile. And he's, I... he's, there, he's in a, there a merit. I think there's merit in maybe trying to offer him out on loan to maybe a lower league uh, Premiership team or a team in the Championship that'll maybe competing at the top that season. Because he's still, still kind of young. He's only, what, 21? Who's he's 20. So, you could send him back to Morton. <laughs> well, we could do that because I would think Morton will play him. In terms of that, um, Shankland certainly works a prospect. He gets in the right positions, and I yeah, think maybe I it's one, of them, one well. of them. Yeah. One of them where he probably gets his first goal, and then that will give him obviously confidence to kind of show he can do it at the first team level. But still, I would think we we maybe do need another alternative. The other thing we do need, and it's highlighted yesterday, as a, a midfielder. I'd, I'd love a player like Beaton. I kind of, I mentioned him a few times this season. I think Beaton's a cracking player. Yeah. He just because um, if we keep Ryan Jack. Uh, which I don't know what's got better that's going to happen McInnes seems quite confident Jack's actually better when he get he has a bit of licence to get forward as opposed to kind of having to sit it also means as well we could maybe have McLean playing a bit further forward as well uh, that frustrated me a bit yesterday that we played about right I felt it was a bit wasted out there and didn't really get into the game whereas in the middle he's kind of better um, so there's that Shinny I mean, he could maybe come in and play central midfield that season it's been a fair bit there for Inverness. I think, I think he's still got, better at full battle. I think he is, but it's certainly an option at times. Maybe even just in the bigger games, playing midfield, whereby like a likes against Celtic, where you're going to have to maybe try and be a bit more coy in midfield, or a bit more cautious. So but what's yeah. this about uh, Russell Anderson retiring? Yep, that's in time, retired, time for him to yeah. do, do you think? Probably as he's, I mean, he's, I think injuries have certainly caught with him. I know we, obviously when he went down south, that's what ruined his, his time down there. Injuries. And this season, he's not really kind of played much. And... Uh, even in his first spell at Aberdeen, he was, he, was, he was bad for picking up injuries at the wrong time. I'm, I'm sure he, on more than one occasion, he got called up to the Scotland squad and picked up injuries playing for Aberdeen. Kind of missed uh, out. Which, uh, uh, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, obviously you've, you'd be a big fan of Russell Anderson, but uh, I've, 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 I've been a big fan of Russell Anderson's as well. I always thought he was, he was a vastly underrated player in Scotland. I thought he should have been capped a lot more. I was and, surprised even to see he had as much as he loved caps because I was just... Uh, but I think a lot of them are probably friendlies and sub-appearances. But, uh, I, mean, at I, don't, time, I don't remember him playing in any massive game, that's the thing. Uh, at one time in Scotland, he was I mean, he was a standout centre-back. He, was, he, he used to run... I mean, he, 
so like could I just timed everything and just always looked as if he was never flustered. Um and then he went down south and you thought probably when he went down south he's going to get in the Scotland team a bit more. Picked up injury quite early and unfortunately that kinda kinda ruined it for him. Um obviously going back for the second spell, managed to win a pick up a trophy last year, which must have been great for him as an Aberdeen boy. Yeah. Um and then he kind of I saw him say yesterday, kind of at one point he thought maybe there was a wee chance that he'd, he'd pick up the league this year, but that obviously never happened. But it's good that he's going to stay at the club. Uh, I've noticed it's a some business a, role, a, a, yeah, business de- uh, development executive. But one thing, in oh, terms that of, sounds in ter- good. He's a sales guy. I know that too. He's well, a sales guy. <laughs> aye, but in, ter- in terms of that though, off the field he's been doing that financial uh, studying. So in terms of that, maybe that's what that's been geared to doing that. He maybe because, not. He maybe doesn't want to do coaching. A lot of folk have said, "Oh, why is he not getting kept on as a coach?" Yeah. But maybe he sees. Doesn't want it, yeah. Maybe doesn't want to do it. Chris, are you saying that he's going to be working at a ticket office selling tickets <laughs> to the punters? <laughs> maybe not that kind of sales guy. I'm, I'm thinking sales guy in what what kind of big business kind of industry, not like front sales. <laughs> no, I like it better that he's going to be selling I'm think, tickets. I'm thinking suit and nice tie and. Cufflinks and watches and out there with a with a flashy car. And... He's getting a soccer academy named after him as well. When he thinks he? he's head, head, uh, he's got a soccer academy named after him, and he's headed up in the development of the kind of training facility that we're hoping to get, and then potentially the stadium. So he's quite. Did well he have his testimonial earlier this season? See, I don't think Russell Anderson. I'll probably be on and I'll get slighted, but. I, I can't think they did. Considine certainly had a testimonial. Is that who it was? I, I, I knew there was somebody. But I can't think Anderson would have got one because he's had 10 years service but it was broken. Aye, true. Is it like 19 years or something altogether? He's had it at Aberdeen. I'm trying to think. I would have thought he might have had a testimonial first time round. I'm just Aye. trying to remember. Because he's, he's only been back a couple of years so he must have Aye. Well, unless it's just so, time and stuff. That, that doesn't well, initially, initially he was there in 96 to 2007. So yeah, he had a testimonial against testimonial against Everton in two thousand six. There we go. In terms of that, mm. but no, hopefully he does well in his new job. His new job, and I think even if he had got fit, it'd have been quite hard for him to break back into the side. So, yeah. aye, I think so. I think it's. it's I mean, he's obviously not a, a young player anymore. So uh, I think Aberdeen's future was was always going to lie with other defenders. But yeah, I'm like I said earlier, I was a I was a big Russell Anderson fan. I seem to remember plenty of discussions with my dad thinking Celtic should try and sign him. But Aye. obviously that never happened. Never even looked like happening. But uh, I think the, the the thing that always amused me was um, he, he was always one of the better players in Scotland for being able to mark Henrik Larson. And I, I distinctly remember one game at Celtic Park where Aberdeen turned up and Russell Anderson's uh, role was just to man Mark Larson to keep him out of the game. So Larson went and played out in the wing the entire time and Larson scored a hat trick through the big gap in the middle. Yeah, I saw you mention that on Twitter, I think, or the forum. Yeah. I, I need to look up what game that is, but I, I, that's what I distinctly remember. Larson played out wide that day <laughs> and took Russell Anderson with him. Uh, so, well, moving on... Uh, moved on to the, the Friday game so we're going backwards really but Motherwell against Kilmarnock in what was getting billed as a last chance saloon a, I don't know what other cliches a cup it, final it was a must win after Motherwell's must, must win. win the previous week which it it's closed up well yeah I was speaking to Greg about it and he was he was saying that, that Kelly were, were pretty bad and he's tipping them now to, to possibly fall into the, the second bottom slot. I can only, see Greg is coming through with that one because they're looking distinctly Hibs like. The only thing is that their goal difference is a bit better. Yep. That's the only thing. And then you're maybe then looking at Motherwell. Motherwell have got to pick up four points out of the last two. It's is achievable. And then yeah, it's getting exciting. Down. So, but definitely come on it. Aye, seven games will I win. Well, seven losses in a row. Uh, they're, they're, they're slumping badly at just the wrong time when I say, say Hibs like I mean they look like they're doing exactly what Hibs did last season Hibs missed out in the top six just well, not by too much and then just collapsed in the bottom six and dropped into that 11 slot when people were saying there was no chance apart from yep. me if I remember I'm pretty sure I was starting Hibs to get into it 
I say I've said it a lot of times, but these the split is I'm I'm definitely warming to it because it means that down the bottom we've got all of these must-win games. Yeah, Hamilton's a, a way out now. Partick Thistle's a, a, a out of sight, but yeah, the well, other teams. Easy, but, yeah. uh, it's it's good to see that the games mean so much. We we rarely get a, a dead rubber in the, the the final games, and it's just it's a bit of a shame that. The TV companies haven't picked up the the final game in the bottom yeah. half. No, you they've, think got, that they would they've have got to Dundee Derby instead, which I can kind of understand because the Dundee Derby has been a cracking game every time it's been played this, this season. So, for that perspective, I can understand it. But what was Roman was showing that as well? Because the Dundee yes. Derby will be the, the Sunday like, quarter past 12 kickoff because it's the same time as the Celtic Inverness exactly. game that you get in the trophy. So, yep. Even they could have shown that other one on Friday night, like they were talking about it. Aye, they could have just left it open. They could have just said, right, we're not going to show it, but we're going to have the kick-off at a certain time. And then we'll decide at the last minute if we're going to show it on the telly. That's not going to affect fans. Yeah, they would be But now they can't budget, especially what happened the last time with the Rangers and Hearts getting shifted about here, there and everywhere. Well, I mean, the the last games, the, the one that would stand out is come on at Ross County. Assuming... That's like, there is still a possibility that it could be done this weekend because if Kilmarnock or Ross County can both pick up at least a point and Mullerwell will lose to St Mirren which is possible given that St Mirren decided they were going to beat somebody last week despite being relegated thanks to Mullerwell's win yep. <laughs> so uh, if that happens and Mullerwell will be in that playoff spot and the last weekend will be, completely, or will be meaningless but there is still I mean um, Kilmarnock are away to party Thistle so they could drop points Ross County are home at Hamilton so there might be a better chance but yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Thistle beat Kilmarnock, Muller will beat St Martin, and then they're certain level on points going into that last game. And they talked about uh, possibly playing out a draw in the last game. I think that that'd be really interesting if it happened. There's nothing oh, yeah, yeah. in the rules that, that I see anyway that, that suggests that you can't do that. I've I've been to to a game before Rangers against Hibs when at Easter Road, and both sides decided that the, the score line was sufficient, and they just passed well, no. that about. Yeah. And it was uh, pretty pretty boring uh, as a spectacle until uh, the final whistle and the news filtered through. But I've seen it before, and nothing's done. Nothing. I don't think anything can be done technically. Maybe bringing it into the game into disrepute, but I, I can't see that ever coming to pass. It's, the teams they wouldn't they wouldn't be silly and they wouldn't just hold the ball. They would just pass it about in defence and, and just gently run about and could be farcical. Well, if you're a supporter of the team, you'd probably expect them to, to do whatever they can to stay up. And if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Yep. Well, I mean, I suppose it's a good way to move on to this. But if, what you're saying about the excitement in the split, uh, that's been uh, an important kind of run-in where teams try to avoid finishing 11th. But uh, for me, I'd still really wish it was a straight-down scenario and not a Doug's oh, chance play-off. I agree, but that, depend, that depends whether Rangers win the playoff. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it would have been if they come up. Well, see, I would rather have let the Falk up in the playoff instead of Motherwell or Ross County or Kilmarnock. And it was just yep. a straight two down playoff in the English system. Because what you can see in the, the other divisions, you've got Alla who finished 11, uh, sorry, ninth in the Championship. Uh, and they're Stenish in the final. Mira. You've got Stenish Muir finished ninth in League One, and they're in the playoff final. And, is it, and if you look at McBookie's odds, McBookie have given you favourites are Mullable, Alwa, and Stenish Muir to win the playoffs. So McBookie are basically saying there won't be any more relegation. It's I, frustrating. I think it goes to uh, by what the favourites, which isn't always possible. But it's I like you say it's frustrating. That's the best word. That's that's, that's definitely describes it because we we want to see the leagues being refreshed. And for me, promotion has always been about earning something, not like your Second last chance. chance. Alone. Ah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's a shame that, that it didn't happen that way. But we kind of got lucky with the the Hibs situation. I'm sure Hibs fans uh, won't say that, but I think we got lucky that there was uh, they went down and Hamilton came up, so we did see uh, two going up and two going down. But this season, we might not. We might not see it next season. Who knows? Uh, I would definitely change it, but then, well, I can't see us doing any reconstruction anytime soon, uh, especially if Rangers don't make it up, because 
people all say, well, we can't do it just for them. I know. Well, see, that, that's what might surprise you, but see if it gets to the point that, as I actually expect, will happen that the Rangers beat Queen Park, eh, Queen of the South at the weekend there at eh, Palmerston. Mm-hmm. I fully expect the Rangers to go on and complete eh, beating Queen of the South because the away record isn't that great. I then expect yep. Hibs to do what Hibs always do and bottle up, which means it'll be Rangers against somebody. And I can't yes. really what I've just said, so I'll actually be hoping Rangers win the playoff. Well, Chris, that doesn't What's surprise that? me because you had to turn oh. at some point. It's <laughs> all right, John. Yes. We've got that. Well, I'll clip it and I'll just repeat it and I'll put it on the Twitter. Oh, I, I'll do is I'll I, sign up for the, the Green Brigade forum and I'll post it. <laughs> it is, though. You don't know what Rangers team will turn up. That's well, that's the thing. Ah, yeah, I'm, blue. I'm, I'm because the, even though the odds and started all, uh, all pointed to Rangers win, form would have said in terms of the games between the sides that Queen. Queen of the South should win. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I must admit, I am still hoping that Queen of the South turn around against Rangers, purely because I've got them at 16 and want to come up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think, personally, I, I looked at that tie and I thought that was going to be a home victory for Queen of the South. I, I wasn't confident at all. I think that now Rangers have done that. I think that they'll progress into the next round because of the history shows that they, they can beat Queen of South at home. Yeah. I think that we'll be very confident. I think we've got £5 tickets. I think there'll be a, a big crowd because of that. Uh, the excitement, I think things are positive at the moment. So I think we'll progress. What happens against Hibs is, is another thing. I feel that we've outplayed them twice this season and they've they've humped us at least it, once. It's, it's, it's kind of confusing though because I mean there is a very strong possibility Hibs will bottle up because that's what Hibs do but there's also a possibility that Hibs will fire on all cylinders when they play the Rangers or Queen of the South and they'll, they'll get through um, Five. equally there's a chance that Rangers will just uh, play really well and they'll win and then there'll be a chance that Rangers can completely make a mess it and play rubbish and get hammered the only thing about Hibs is they've not played for a couple of weeks and I know it's not like a couple of weeks but have they been playing behind closed doors games or what I don't know, maybe they'll just be all rest. I think this is where somebody like Stuart McCall is going to come out on top because he's he's a manager. He showed it at the weekend. It might sound silly to say that he's a, a manager, but he is. He knows how to deal with games like this. He knows that uh, you sometimes don't go out gung-ho. You don't just say, we're Rangers, we're going to go out gung-ho and beat anybody. He knows how to play things tactically. His time at Motherwell has done him well. And I think that he's he's learning how to deal with with Hibs. He's learning how to deal with teams that probably on paper are better. And we didn't have that before. So uh, as you can tell, I'm a wee bit positive, uh, especially after grinding out that 2-1 result in a, in a game that I didn't think we bossed by any stretch. I don't think we were the better team. It was probably fairly even. Well, I think I think you've earned the right to be positive because, like you say, they may not have been a better team, but they've got the result they needed. It was definitely it's enough. Yeah, ground they hadn't won this season actually because they'd lost twice already and lost convincingly. So to get the two one there was an impressive result. Um, just just to move on to the other playoffs. So I, like I know we, we already mentioned that um, the, the one each draw was done now, which given the forward one three now the the first leg went at the. Stranar went out. Um, the the what was the other one? Alwa lost one 0 in the second leg, but they'd already won two 0 away, breaking in the first leg, so they in the playoff final. Uh, but the exciting thing I think was probably the, the League One playoffs, because uh, both of them went the extra time. Um, Queens Park getting the the, the late late winner to beat our broth. Aye, and, um, and, they, and the midweek tie as well. They looked like they'd thrown it away. Yeah, because our both our, our both came back for two 0 down with ten men aye. to draw two each. So that was that was some result. So I, I, it was obviously it wasn't quite enough, but yeah. But I, as I said earlier, I'm hoping for promotion. So I'm, I'm good luck to Forfar and Queens Park, as far as I'm concerned. I don't have yes, anything against Al or Stenhousemuir. It's just the system. <laughs> I like to see Queens Park doing well. I like the the history behind them. I, I've mentioned on the podcast uh, how influential they were with. Uh, creating modern football as we know it and uh, uh, the, the passing game if you like because prior yeah. to that it was it was more I was going to say rugby like but it, it was uh, a bit like that you had backup your your uh, teammates were backup if you lost the ball and that was yeah. it yeah you kept possession you just ran with it 
so it's something special that they remained amateurs as well. Um, I, I I quite like them, um, so I do wish them well. I don't think they'll they'll ever push on too far because of that amateur status. I think there's something special about that, and they they should retain that that Definitely. history, that tradition. Yeah. Uh, we should probably mention the other playoff though. Uh, it's a, a narrow one 0 win for Broader Rangers against Montrose, and the the first leg of the the League Two playoff. That's what they're calling it. Well, that's what you call it a pyramid playoff or a Egyptian playoff or anything like that. It's a part. Of, it's the League Two playoff. So suddenly the naming convention makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> Yes, aye, that's on Saturday. Yeah, aye, so that's that. The second leg is uh, in Montrose, so it's uh, Montrose need to turn that around. It's tight enough; they might just do it. We'll see. And you know that I'm a, a fan of the uh, telebox for watching football. We've got four for Aloha on Wednesdays on BBC Alba, and then Aloha against four for on the Sunday is on BBC Alba as well. Excellent. It's good. It's good that they've got that. It's a shame that they've they've not managed to snap up Queens Park game. Yeah, that would have uh, fitted in nicely. Perhaps the Saturday three o'clock wouldn't have, but they they could have shown the Wednesday game. But alas, not to be. BT Sports was positive that they've picked up every game in the Premiership playoffs. Easier to do, I suppose, because it's because of the way it's split up. I mean, obviously, um, we couldn't pick up all the Championship playoff games. Right, championship playoff game because it was like two games yes. over at the same time. But yes. uh, it's, it's, it's good to see that we're at least we're at least getting some decent coverage of the playoffs. Ah, it's all thanks to Doncaster, my hero. Oh, I, I, I'm sure he's had a big hand. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. So in other games in at the weekend in the, the Premiership, uh, Inverness beat Dundee 1-0. Hamilton drew one apiece with Partick Thistle. Hang on, you, you, you're just going to breeze balls, over Inverness? The beach balls are out in force at Inverness, I've seen yeah. that as well. That's them, Europe. That's... <laughs> Europe confirmed because they're definitely going to finish third, so they might go in as the cup winners, of course. But uh, even if they don't, they'll be in third place. Both Dundee United and St. Man- uh, St. Johnson will be hoping that uh, Inverness can win that cup, though, because if Inverness win the cup, the other place reverts back to the league. It's not a cup loser that goes in. Hooray! <laughs> Aye, that is, is significant for a team that uh, was supposedly going to be down the bottom. I know. I, I, I mean, I'll hold my hands up and say I thought Yogi was going to uh, blow up Inverness, but no, fair play. He's, he's managed to uh, be even better than. Uh, What's that? You thought he was going to blow up Inverness? <laughs> he was going to blow it at Inverness. Blow it? I thought he said blow yeah. up Inverness. Really, that's a bit harsh. That was a bit harsh. To be fair to um, Hughes, it was, this is my statistic for the week. This is the third time he's got a team into Europe because he's done it with Falkirk and he's done it with Hubs already. So he's taken Inverness. This is probably the best one, right enough, because Inverness have never been in Europe before. Yeah. So, uh, it's, uh, no, congratulations to them. I'll be interested to see how they go on. And Andy, that was on the podcast a few weeks ago, he'll be pleased because that means he'll have a Euro trip. Definitely, yeah. Good answer, so, good thought, yeah. He's had a good first season as a reporter in terms of yeah. Inverness doing so, doing so well. Scottish Cup final and then qualifying for Europe. Hope he gets a decent draw. I'm not mind. It'll probably be in about so, two weeks' time, given how quickly the thing turns around. Aye. That's what I was going to say. I was, uh, I was going to say that, uh, that the players will no mind cancelling their, their summer holidays for this. Yeah. Potentially what, what, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. What, what is Aberdeen's day off, anyway? Because they start uh, with the 2nd of July or something. Aye, we've got, a, we've got a day off after the season finishing in my back training, I think. Aye. Three weeks <sighs> off. Uh, is, uh, that's what we're getting, three weeks. And, and, but, yeah, I heard... Um, Ronnie Dyla and Scott Brown talking about it as well. We're getting a couple of weeks off and then we're back again. Because there's that, um, this is the important like, Scotland qualifying game against Ireland over in oh, Dublin. Yeah. It's like the, it's not even the first week in June, it's like the second week in June. Who wants holidays anyway? Ah, is that one? Uh, professional footballers, big I mean, wussies. A few down south, the Chelsea, half the Chelsea players have already been on holiday. The season's not even finished. Oh. Well, we had our holiday in January, it's fine. So, <laughs> we played that. that no. Maybe that's what Dyla should do. He should send some of the Celtic players on holiday, just say. That's Perhaps not on holiday at the moment as well. Maybe they are. I think they went, they went a summer holiday, not to top up their tan for, to, to train, because training the training's camp. much better. It's much better abroad. Aye. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking, we don't want Dyla to be sending, uh, sending players away on holiday, because there'll be all sorts of conspiracy theories on the forum. Because there's, there's a still an ongoing bet that uh, Aberdeen will... Uh, within 10 points of Celtic for the end of the season <laughs> and with us now being 14 clear it's looking very dodgy <laughs> yeah I am glad it was uh, sheepy and no me <laughs> Aye. 
<laughs> you know that was that was almost my first thought when we were winning that game yesterday. Was, oh, that bet's going dodgy now. Aye, Hibs are in Spain. <laughs> oh, at um, the moment, aye, La Manga. They're at La Manga. That's the oh, big training camp. Nah, that's the training camp. That's, that's where all the big teams go. So, yeah, that's that's Hibs are the big team. Yeah, aye, they'll get sunburned. They'll get sunburned right down their shins, and they'll not be able to kick the ball. They're preparing for five victories against the Rangers this season. Five? Aye. aye. For three in the league? I suppose, aye. Three aye. in the league. Craig, keep up. Obviously, Rangers won uh, one in the league and one in the... Uh, well, you know, it's because I blanked out. See the one that they won? Uh, uh, Ibrox, I didn't think that they were the better team. I, I'm taking that as, uh, oh, aye, as aye. being victorious. So I was blanked that, that out. Was that 4-0 or something like that? No, because uh, no, that was the road. No, they definitely deserved to win that one. No, the, there was the one after that. The, the, was it two 0 or two one? Two two one possibly, but I uh, I'm not counting that. Does not count? Or did Rangers get a moral a moral a moral victory in that one? Was it the three, moral, three, moral, three, moral, three, three one? Was it the three one game back? Three one game back in September. No, that was the other one. Was it a two 0 <laughs> game then? No. Was it 2-0? I didn't deserve that, no. Definitely not. I tell you what, Sky, Sky, this one for Sky. Right, Sky's right, put together a table of moral victories. Oh, right. Because <laughs> yesterday they had a table with Celtic and Aberdeen without the head-to-head. <laughs> and they were two points behind us. They should right. have a league table. So that's no a thing. That's no a thing. What are you doing? They should have a league table how many times you had the woodwork. Because remember, there was a point earlier in the season oh, where Aberdeen had the woodwork every game. Aye. 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 Price Don't again, get a prize yeah. for that. John. McKin- oh, McKin- no. Dio McKinnon should have about 40 goals this season. <laughs> no. I would have been six points clear if it wasn't for the woodwork. <laughs> exactly. I imagine having like, woodwork. They should just have a goal. Oh. Half, half a goal for the woodwork. Aye. Exactly. Half a goal. Aye. Aye so in the other would, teams... I would screw up the Asian handicap bet, no. Oof. Could they have half Aye. No, they wouldn't like that. No. Like that. No, the bookies wouldn't Aye, so St Mirren beat Ross County, we touched upon that earlier. Yeah, nobody cares, they got relegated thanks to Motherwell, so they're now relevant. That, that was yeah. more relevant to Ross County than St Mirren. And then they started to play. Aye. Aye, great. Well done, nice timing. I see aye, the board are taking the blame for the, getting relegated this season. Aye, I, see well, I, think they're, I think they're right, because they've been trying to, to sell for quite a while now, and they've, they've clearly not lost interest, but they're, they're not willing to invest anymore, so... Yeah, I, I think they're the right to hold their hands up. I don't think, I don't think, although they're to blame, I don't think they should feel bad about it because if, if they want to leave, they want to leave. It's not so much sure. the lost interest. It's more that they just didn't do the job properly. Even now, it's they put. I still to this day don't understand the appointment of Tommy Craig. Mm-hmm. We said that for day one that was going to be yep. a nightmare, and then having like lost him, Gary Taylor was as their manager. No, they've started, started advertising for a new manager, so I think yeah. that, that tells you that Gary Taylor's not right, getting the job. Right. They said that Gary Taylor will probably apply, but he's, right. I don't there's That's nothing nice. there's no nothing there's been no sign at all that he's up to the job at the moment. No, if he was gonna um, get it, they'd just have given him it. In terms of that, so that don't know who'll be the new manager but And then the the final game was St Johnson uh, Dundee United, which was one one and I really enjoyed the, the banter on sports scene. I thought Rankin was a really good pundit, especially when he's talking about his own game, because he was willing to have a wee laugh about it, a, a bit of a laugh at himself. Uh, I, th- I thought that was uh, good. Take, don't take that header away from me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't think uh, that's the first he'd scored since uh, 6-1, thrashing he got to Celtic Park. Like, what, August? Uh, I thought that was interesting, the way, the way he talked about that as well. Uh, how it didn't really count. <laughs> uh, it count if it's in a goblin night. The, the penalty claims as well. I liked that. I liked how he was pretty open uh, to say that. Uh, I thought it was at a time, but now I've seen it back. I don't. No, I don't think I, it was. I, know, I, thought I was, was screaming for it at the time. Aye. That's good. I bet you honesty because there's quite often you see the, the the players go on there and they just throw the party line and and they just they they just say what what they know their boss should be saying. Uh, should would want them to say, but I, th- I thought that was good from him. I'd, I'd welcome him back on. I'm still not, I'm still not a fan of Michael Stewart. It's still see when the the program starts and he just stares at the camera. She just gives a wee wave or something. Gives <laughs> a wee wave. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't mind Michael Stewart because Michael Stewart isn't afraid, afraid to criticise. No, you know my problem with Michael Stewart. My problem with Michael Stewart last night was all he did last night was sin repeat what Andy uh, Walker had said in Sky a few years earlier, which of course was a repeat of what we've said in this podcast for weeks. Yep. 
We're just trendsetters. That's what it is. No, all, all, exactly. all the big people want to listen to this podcast. I mean, there's talk that, that, like, there's, all the big people. There's talk that the uh, that Doncaster and that are going to contact us to like make up the split fixtures that season because we we can do it so organised that we organise. We'll see if I'd be, see if I'd been making up the split fixtures this season. First thing I've done is given Commander their home game for their fiftieth anniversary. Because uh, I'm saying so so they do. No. Aye, that's why we had to drop Greg for the podcast because he said a few naughty things about Doncaster. So just so we can get him on side, I've told him that Greg's been dropped for the podcast forevermore. Yeah, so I'll be on. I'll be next. Uh, <laughs> what, what, how's the negotiations going in terms of the SFF uh, Scottish Premier that season anyway? Is that still going? Well, I've put in a bid. Put in a bid. I, I put in a bid. So I'm. I'm Is that actually a quite tight bid? He's offered them a pound. Hi, basically. It's probably, probably the best bid they've had, I think, so far. Well, they're, no, they're saying that there's there's going to be a sponsor. There's no well, Betfred. Aye, oh, great. Well, well, I don't know. I, I thought it was Betfair, but it was definitely had betting in them. Oh, see, see when you're pulling up, uh, what, even a Premiership player, like the last week or so, like the, the Sasso guy, for uh, betting. <laughs> then you're going to, to get sponsors of betting, uh, betting people. Yep. Bookies. I, I bet what is, it, what, is it, what is the official term of a bookie? Because I'm sure bookies bookmaker. are bookmaker. Bookmaker. There we go. Right, that's bookmakers. That's what I was looking for. How did I forget that? That's just weird. Yes, I'm just off to I'm just off to the bookmakers to put yes. my coupon on. <laughs> coupon. <laughs> I've got my chai. There we go. <laughs> right. Is there any any other games you wanted to mention before we start doing the predictions? Right. Well, I think we've talked about every single game that took place, have we not? Aye, we've covered the whole league. This is, this'll be a new thing. Wait till next season, though. Craig won't be interested to talk about lower league championship. You know, the only game about, it, the top fight. You know, but the only game we haven't spoke about was the Inverness two one one over Dundee United on Tuesday night. Yes, oh, last could we forget? They come from behind. That Inverness, that one. That was. Uh, it's always good when you come from behind. I never seen much. Only one. <laughs> I, I, no, I didn't see, but I, I thought it was, it was good. It was, it was a good victory for them. I think I had a bet on both teams to score, so I was happy. Uh, well, I got more points, so that's the same with the third places we said earlier. So. Is that yep. a special guest I can hear? No, it's not. It's a neighbour's dog. No, oh, you said that last good. time. You said that last time. Alfie's a good dog. He's, he's sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> okay, so, right, we'll move on. We'll do the Premiership predictions. Friday night, St Johnson versus Celtic. It's on BT Sports. One, I'm gonna go for an away victory. One, two. I don't. I don't think you should ask me last week because every one of my predictions last week was wrong. I got no points in the predictor. Nope. Chris, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because it's almost as if I've given you a wee nudge to do that because I had two one Inverness, uh, Dundee United, and I also had one apiece in the Hamilton game, and I didn't put a bet on either of them. I had oh. a bet both teams to score Inverness, Dundee United, but I didn't go all the way. But it's still two, two correct predictions. Right. right. Let's see if I can remember this weekend. Um, St. Johnson's, well, it's the last time we played St. Johnson Peters at Celtic Park, next to that Danny Swanson screamer in the top corner. Um, this, is, this is one of those end-of-season games where we drop points, isn't it? This is going to be a one each. Yeah, I think one each as well. I shall go for that. In terms of the odds for that, St. John's are 13 to 2, the George 10 to 3, and Celtic are 9 to 20. Mm, okay. On Saturday, Dundee against Aberdeen. I'm going to go for an away victory, 1 0. Aberdeen's bogey team, yay! <sighs> Aberdeen's gonna... bogey team is Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just better than you. Scott Brown said we're better. <laughs> Scott Brown, the midfielder, I mean. Scott Brown, sure. Bruni. Aye, I'm going one each again, actually. Yeah, I'll go for Dundee 1, Aberdeen 2. Dundee are 29 to 10, the draws 13 to 5, and Aberdeen are 19 to 20. Right, now, for the next game up on my list, I'm not really sure what I'm going to go for because it's been that long since the two teams have played. It's Inverness. Against Dundee United. It's in Inverness as well. It's no, just. It's, it's like <laughs> 10 days after Inverness played Dundee United, Inverness, they're doing it again. 
I'm I'm not sure about it. I'm gonna go one apiece. Are you? I'm gonna go two one Inverness. I bought Inverness. I've drawn a lot of games at home recently. Uh, Apart from the one you won in Madrid. Aye, but they have. (laughs) (laughs) And Dundee United have lost a lot of games away from home, so uh, that probably points to it being a Dundee United win going by our usual predictions. No, I'll go for 1 0 in that game. <laughs> what's, what's the odds? Twenty to twenty three for Inverness. The draws five to two, and Dundee United are ten to three. Twenty to twenty three. I quite like that. Unfortunately, I'm the only one that's gone for Inverness winning enough. But... Uh, right, Partick Thistle against Kamarnock. Away one three 0 Oh no, what? home one. Away oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder where that was coming from. Do you want to start? Partick Thistle have been drawing at half time and winning at full time in their last three home matches in the Premier League. Nice. Well, in our start, come on, I've never ever won, I've lost seven in a row before. <laughs> this would be eight. <laughs> I've lost this. Aye, it's happening. Aye, I think so. I think it's 2 0 Thistle. Party Thistle are one of the form teams they like now, by the way. They're consistent now. Aye, now they can get to play bottom six teams. Yeah. Aye. So. Ah, it means it's a Glasgow Derby next season, guaranteed. I'm happy with that. Uh, what are you going, John? What are you going for? Uh, Party Thistle will win 2 1. And party Thistle are twenty three to twenty. The draw is five to two, and Kilmarnock are twenty three to ten. Twenty three to twenty for Partick Thistle. Twenty three to twenty at home. Oh, I like uh, the sound of that one. Aye, that's definitely that's that's too good to be true. Not that I'm saying you're lying, but that's that's good. Right, don't Ross t- County. Shh, don't tell my bookie. Would it be the first time the odds have changed between the podcast got it and the, us tweeting it again at the end of the week? Aye, they, they see. All these people are like lumping on after our predictions. No, listening to us. Why'd you listen to us? <laughs> Lost our fortune this season, the poor buggers. <laughs> I retweeted it, uh, I think it was yesterday. There was a guy that does like, a programme for somebody and he's been getting like pound bets off McBookie and he's won aye. like 130 quid. Aye, aye. Like, what? Imagine we were like on our ten on bets. When was the last time we won a, a charity bet? Oh, weeks ago. So, it's, it's, it's a long time ago. It's, we've just been rubbish this season. We started early. off really well, and then we thought, right, this is it. We're going to do We're going to do really good. This is the season where it all, all happens for us, and it just never really happened. So I think we had plenty. Yeah. Oh, plenty scored was, the fourth of the fourth. Uh, no, that was my bet. You're not claiming it. No, no, you're I'm not claiming it. I'm definitely claiming that. that. You've never even heard of Brian Prunty. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, we're a team. No, right, I, so. I, I, at least I knew Brian Prunty, but no, it was, it was GB with that one. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, after all. Aye. Long enough, right. that's over a month. That's a month. Aye, that's unfortunately, aye. Right, Ross County against Hamilton. I'm going to go for a home win. Ross County, they deserve a win. 2 0. They deserve a win? Aye, they do, aye. The game's even they started. They deserve yet. to be beaten by St. Mirren. I think the wheels will come off the wagon. Um, oh. I'm, I'm going with a, a 1-0 Hamilton one. Oh. I'm going to go for a draw. A 1-0. And odds in that game. Ross County are evens. The draw is 14-5. And Hamilton are 5-2. Hamilton have been pretty decent since the split. Really? They have. Yep. Car, Car- since since he's got that one, that, the first one, that monkey off the back, that seems to have helped. Karen has maybe showed that he deserves a job. Took him a while, but maybe that's him settled. Yep, possibly. Then we've got St Mirren at home to Motherwell. I think Motherwell, their tails are up. I'm going to go for an away win here. I'm going to go for 0-2. Exactly what I was thinking. I, I think Motherwell will get their win. And that coupled with Kamarnock getting beat. Could be a tasty final day of the season. I, I will go for St Mirren 1, Motherwell 2. And I'll Lee Erwin Lee to score a winner. Aye, he's pretty pretty good. Good. In pretty good form. Thank you. In terms since McDonald came in, he's looked a bit a lot more of a, a lot more assured. Um, the odds eleven to five for St Mirren. The draw is thirteen to five, and Motherwell are six to five. So right. maybe a, maybe Mother a wee Motherwell party thistle. Motherwell thistle double. Is your, is your bet right there? Right, that sounds pretty good. Right, that Motherwell. Ten pound. 
courtesy of McBookie returns £47.30. That's good. I'll take that, right? Yep. I think and we should go with that. We've got a first goal scorer, Liam Buchanan, for Alloa. Yep. At yep. home to Forfar or on Sunday. Sunday game, not the midweek game. So, something to look forward to if the bet. If the, right. So, that's two wins we're going to have this weekend. It's good. Have a nice. Hopefully, yep. Right. You know why uh, Greg's now cursing us because we've put more than one in charity, but. Because <laughs> that's usually oh, the death knell for my level. I forgot to mention Ella as well. We were talking about Aberdeen. Happy Gothenburg Day. 1983, Cup of the Cup. John Hewitt, legend. See, I've missed most of our anniversaries. Happy Stop the 10 Day. That was a couple of days ago. Happy Albert Kid Day. That was about a week ago now. I'm going to bring a podcast in here, but it's also the 30th anniversary of the, the Valley Parade Fire, which uh, has been in the. The BBC, there's a frightening article on the BBC website about it. Aye, it's If you haven't read it, go and read it. It's, aye. aye, a bit of a tearjerker. Aye, it's, it's just scary to think about how quickly the fire spread. It's kind of like two minutes or something like it spread across the entire stand. They described it as faster than a man could run. Yeah. Uh, bear in mind, most, I, of, most of the people were climbing over walls to escape it and all sorts. Oops. There was one guy who was on crutches... I think there was a, a big jump over the wall, like too high for him. And he said that he looked down and seen his hands melting. So just I jumped. Fuck that. Aye. And somebody anyway. caught him. Aye, somebody caught him. So aye, I suppose there's a positive end to that that I forgot to mention. Yeah. <laughs> but, but aye, aye, it's scary. And despite uh, us moaning nowadays about health and safety ruining all the fun, they're there for a reason. And hopefully things like that is uh, it doesn't happen ever again because of that, that because of those rules that are put in place. Yep. Oh, can I quickly mention something else? It's no, it's no anything related to Scottish football. Oh, but, did, but did any of you see the Ayats? Was it Cambour game? No, oh, no, no, the, no, the, no, the game. Mother's Day. Instead of having like uh, wee mascots, all the Ayats players walked out with their mums. You know, I heard about that, but I didn't see any pictures. But it must have been good. Were they holding hands? But yeah, were they just yeah, like Yeah, they were holding hands, aye. I think that's genius. That is absolutely brilliant. So I thought that was pretty good. I quite like that. Aye, I do like it. They just got Mother's Day wrong, though. But that's all right. They're foreign. Uh, no, 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 them off for that. no, no. We've got Mother's Day wrong. Like everyone else <laughs> celebrates it. Aye, uh, it was some Mother's Day in the US, about, really? about was it? Ones, I think. Uh, it was Mother's Day a lot of places. Does. I seen All loads right. of folks yesterday saying Happy Mother's Day Lukaku on Instagram and loads of footballers saying Happy Mother's Day from all different countries. So, aye, it's probably just us. We've not got it right. All right, aye. Blame just imagine the chance, cards or whoever it is. You can just imagine the chance for the stand. Get your mozzie. <laughs> Tell you what, when I, when I seen, I don't know, it was only a wee quick glimpse of the video, but it looked like it was a bit of a milf. So. <laughs> Trust you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Trust you. What? You've got to keep an eye on these things, you know. Yeah, we're talking about tables and, uh, uh, well, we're talking about videos and mouths. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Right, did, did, have, you seen, have you seen a video of Lisa Hague up in the, the, the bar? Oh, Chris. Oh, don't, don't, I, don't, I, Chris I, I can't believe that. I wondered where you were going actually, Chris. <laughs> I can't believe that that's a thing. I can't believe this 10 in a row song is a thing. I know, I just, I, can I just say, I don't sing it. It's a strange I, I, I one. I haven't preempted anything since we were singing Championes at Ibrox in 2005. Yeah, just Because then we bought it when we went to Fort Park, obviously. And ever since that, I refused point blank to preempt anything. You know something, I don't know, I never mentioned it earlier that side, but did you hear that supposedly police told uh, Dialer not to do the Rory Northern at the end of the game yesterday, or at all? No, um, that was me. I told them not to do it because it was too to forced. It. Because it could incite, like it. And incite crowd trouble. I think by that time, I think by that time, all the Aberdeen fans had left the ground anyway. You came back out about half an hour later, under an hour. Aye. But, but uh, see, the, the only thing that nearly stopped him was a sprinkler going off. Yeah. See, I don't think there's any problem with him doing it. Uh, like in terms of trouble, why would there be trouble? That's just nonsense. I, I don't. I, I I would say that he shouldn't do it when it's forced. I think he should that, do it when it's, it's getting state. carried away. That's fine, but... Nah, no, state, it's like we've said before about players. Fa- fans giving abuse to players all through the game. It's not as if he did it to the Aberdeen supporters. 
Well, Mark, let's face it, Ronnie maybe just wanted a pie. Well, well, I that, have been good. that seems to be the way to get them, <laughs> Pataudry. Yep, I, the animals at Pataudry throwing objects on the pitch. Just, right, just dropped yeah. it. I <laughs> dropped it with force. Ah, Lagfield was in the crowd and dropped it. <laughs> right, well, thanks to two years for coming on. It was another enjoyable podcast, and thanks for listening to the end. If you have, in fact, listened to the end, and if you've not listened if, to the if end, listened, I'd swear at you, but you wouldn't hear. Just if anyone's listening, thanks, to be fair. Yeah, and and if you have listened to the end, go and tweet SFF podcast. Aye, tweet us to Nobody tell you. Nobody talks to us. Whereas, Aye. how many downloads Craig last week? Roughly. Oh, you're putting me on the spot, but I think it w- it's normally sits around a thousand. Right, so a thousand people are downloading it. What are they doing? Uh, is this a new sleeping method? Well, there's a guy in my work who uses it to fall asleep to, and I don't right. think there's anything wrong with that. Well, at least let us does know do, what's wait, happening. Does he do it at work? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we, know, we know that uh, Craig, Alcorta, 81, he listens. Yes. Mm-hmm. We know does. that. Uh, Ark Machine on the forum listens. Camshay. They both yep, like yep. to listen to it when they're riding. Well, I, Laurie used they're to bike. listen, but Wait, but he's that's... away on a trip watching bloody seventh oh, division. Oh, looks good, by the way. Football good. His trip Denmark or whatever. Hey, he was in Helsingborg. I've been there. I want, I want a bit of that football Ow. tour. Well, that'd be good. That's, it's it's yeah. a certainly one for the beer lovers. That should be, that should be the podcast uh, day out next season. Weekend day. Copenhagen. Helsingborg. Aye. Maybe no, maybe no West Scandinavia because I think there's cheaper places you could go. We'll see if I can get it sponsored by McBookie. We'll just oh, get aye. t-shirts. Aye, aye. Right. We could, they could probably send us in a few trips. Aye. <laughs> right, that's what we'll do then. I'll have a word. What's that? Right, but thanks for thanks for coming on again. And aye, speak they, to you they next could week. just give us that to the charity bit. The money they give us probably, aye, it would probably leave it out. <laughs> Let's face it, that would cost them more. <laughs> aye. What, the charity? And also, it's, it's charity, John. No. Said there are spoilers. Steaming from charity. No, so we can get, uh, get steaming. We'll get sponsored. Sponsored Steamathon. <laughs> There's a place for that, by the way, I think. Right. Ah, thank hey, you. I'll speak to you next week. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.